0: So, welcome again to Ark Church. This is Alita Robinson and Samuel Chisiketi, and we are continuing on with our discussion around the Ten Commandments. And uh, Samuel, last week uh, we finished up uh, with your flip—the flip side of the coin for um, mm-hmm. "You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God in vain." Oh, the Lord That's your God, right. and uh, and so we we uh, we finished that one up, and we're now onto the. Interesting subject of remembering the Sabbath day.
1: That's right. That's right. So um, yes, again, welcome. Uh, it's always good to have you know our listeners on the program. Uh, I hope that the listeners have been enjoying uh, the, the program because of the the way the commandments are being looked at and and the openings. and And my prayer is that that um, every one of our listeners will take. God's Word very seriously uh, after having heard it. And um, so today we're look we, we looking at commandment number four, mm. commandment number four, and that is a commandment about the Sabbath. So if you open uh, your Bible, um, and we are in Exodus chapter uh, 20, Exodus chapter 20, and we are going to look at verse 8. eight. Mm. Because when you look, as i was saying, when you look in the commandment, uh, verse two is the first commandment. Verse three to six uh, is the second commandment. Verse seven is uh, the third commandment. Verse eight to uh, verse eleven, which we're yeah. going to read now, that is the uh, the fourth commandment. So let's open our Bible out of you know respect for God's word and read it together. Um, Remember the Sabbath. Let me start. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your man-servant, nor your maiden servant, nor your animals, nor alien, the alien within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them. But he rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. So that's the first text we're looking at uh, in uh, Exodus chapter 20. But since um, we want to look at the commandment on the Sabbath in uh, its entirety, so I would therefore say, how about we go to um, Deuteronomy chapter 5. Deuteronomy chapter 5.
0: Chapter
1: 5, yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Deuteronomy chapter 5 there is the uh you know another rendering of the Ten commandment and verse 6 uh, is the first commandment I'm the Lord your God who brought you out of the out of Egypt out of the house of slaves verse 7 is the uh, second commandment "There shall not be to you the God of uh, the god of orders uh, which goes all the way um, to verse 10. And then verse 11 is commandment number three. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God in vain. Verse 12 is commandment number four, which you are going to read. Observe the Sabbath, Sabbath day, by keeping it holy, as the Lord your God has commanded you. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but on the seventh day, the seventh day is the Sabbath. To the Lord your God. On it, you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or your daughter, neither your manservant or maid, maid, maid servant, nor your ox or your donkey, or any of your animals, nor the alien within your gate, so that your manservant and maid servant may rest as you do. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt. And that the Lord your God brought you out uh, of there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God has commanded you to observe the Sabbath day. Now, um, you'll remember that um, sometime back, I think it's February, uh, we did a session on the Sabbath. So I'll refer uh, many of our listeners to go on 105.1. Life FM website, and go to, I think it was the beginning of February somewhere, yep. um, where we started uh, the series on the Sabbath. So it's three sessions we did on the Sabbath.
0: Yeah, and it's and under the podcast. You've got to go to
1: podcasts and drop podcasts, it down and, that's right. and scroll through and get down to the February ones, yeah. That's right, that's right. So uh, there'll be some of things that I'll say here that I'll be referenced into the materials that were already presented before. So, you know, um, if, if you want to know a lot more about those things, you can go and see, especially I was answering the question that should Christian observe Saturday uh, as a Sabbath day. But I mm-hmm. did take the time to define the Sabbath. And, and so a couple of things that I did, I'm not going to go too deep into those now because I, I'd already looked at those materials then. A couple of things that I said is that uh, the word Sabbath is to seize work, to stop. To rest. That's what the word Shabbat Shabbat means. Shabbat uh, means to cease work, stop working. And that's just the basic fundamental definition of Shabbat. Now, um, but when you dig a little bit more into it, okay, you dig a little bit more into it, and you'll find that that when you look at the the Hebraic pictorial uh, language, so you look at the Hebrew in pictures. So you get at least you get at least three um, fundamental consonant root of the word Shabbat. Yeah. Um, is, is and so and those those are uh, Shin, which is the letter S. Mm-hmm. Um there's the um the um bet which is the letter B,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and there is the letter Tav, the letter Tav uh, which is the letter T. So you so get Shabbat. The root word there is three consonants uh, Shin, Bet, and Tav. Now I did give um a bit of an explanation to uh, what the picture of the shin is, it's like a seesaw, like a, a press. yeah, And and it gets a, a sense of toiling, you know, toil to return. Now, the word bet is, the symbol is a little tent, like a house. Yeah. So, for example, when they say Bethlehem, it means the house of bread. Bet, house. Lam bread, so Bethlehem is the house of bread, and so, and that's how the Hebrew language uh, pictorially was uh, was used. So, in that sense, uh, you've got the house or the home uh, is the symbol of the bed. Now, the last one is the tav. Tav is the letter T, and even if you look at the way we write it, you put a little you know, uh, a little hook like that with a cut. Uh, but the Hebrews don't write it with a hook. It's just a straight line with a cut, which gives you a cross. All uh, right? right. Yep. Give you a cross. And that symbol is always a symbol of the covenant. All right? Mm-hmm. So it's a symbol of covenant. So if you look at Shabbat, it therefore tells, it gives you the, the reading will be toil to return home to the covenant or return back to the covenant Mm -hmm. all right so that's a bit more a deeper meaning of digging uh into what shabbat was and and we talked about it uh in great deal to see how interesting it was that even though shabbat is given first in the book of genesis after god finishes his work but also it has this redemptive redemptive meaning which was hidden within the pictorial writing of this particular word. Yes. So very interesting stuff we did at the time. Now you notice that I've read two texts, one in Exodus and the other one in Deuteronomy. And so what it does is it gives you Shabbat with two reasons for Shabbat. The first reason is that Shabbat was because God created in six days and he took the Shabbat, he rested yeah. on the seventh day. And yeah. that's the first reason Moses gives in the book of Exodus. So this commandment is called the commandment of rest. It is also called the commandment of freedom, right? This is the freedom commandment and the rest commandment. And, and I'll open that up so you can see why it is um, the, the, the commandment of freedom and rest. So You have here, uh, because God created and rested, you too shall rest. And then you go to Deuteronomy, you were slaves, and God took you out, brought you out here. That's why you rest. Now, those two themes are extremely important to the understanding of Shabbat, and its value, the value of the rest of the Shabbat. Mm. And I think I would like to sort of open this a lot more, uh, as, as we sort of look into it so that you can see why this is it's actually this commandment this commandment renegs slavery this is a commandment of freedom and rest and it 's beautiful as a it commandment
0: yes all right and we will uh, uncover those those beautiful parts of this particular commandment right after this song on life FM. You're listening to 105.1 Life FM, Benigo's Positive Choice, and Samuel. We are uh, continuing to talk about the Sabbath, and uh, and mm. I love it that we. I mean, we have talked about this before a few months ago, as we said in February. Mm. But um, that pictorial thing that the that the Hebrew language has that tells you yet to mm. toil back home to the Covenant um, it creates mm. a, a picture of um, as as you said of the redemption it's already there right at the very beginning when uh, mm. when God was talking about these things with um, with Moses and and the children
1: of Israel at the time yeah 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 so it's it's quite interesting because you notice that God's creative work was an establishment of a covenant Yes. What do I mean by that? I mean, God was in a relationship with his created work. Mm. So the covenant is, the covenant is this relational agreement, if you will. And so there was an agreement that he is the king he is the ruler he is the first uncle's cause of everything, uh, you know, by him, for him and through him, everything uh, exists. So everything had to depend on him, Adam, and all the creatures within depended on God until Adam broke that that covenant. Yeah, the sin of man broke the covenant that God yeah. had with the original, the solid original covenant. So when 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 it says you know uh, you know Shabbat, it, it it means wherever you are, whatever you're doing, remember the covenant, right? So. The Shabbat of creation meant remember where you came from. Remember who you are. Remember your source. Remember I am the Lord. So every time this commandment is also called the commandment of worship. So it's yeah. a commandment of uh of uh, of of uh, of freedom. Uh it's the the commandment of rest. It is a commandment of worship, but for God, there are three components. When the Jews look at this commandment, they're like, this is the commandment of worship, of rest and of freedom. So that's what they call the commandment. Now, so it therefore meant that every time Adam had to pause on to have Shabbat, he remembered his source. He remembered that God was the source of his life, was the source of everything in a garden. And it was a way to honor the creator of the world. This is why people had to pause and rest. So to rest, therefore, was a sign of recognition of the covenant. That's why you get in the Shabbat, you know, told to return to the covenant. Yes. Always, every time you pause and rest, it reminds you that God is the source of everything you have. want to pause there and turn with me to Deuteronomy chapter 8. The reason being is because because of the sin of Adam, Adam started to think that he could rely and depend on himself, which was the, the entire proposition the devil gave him. So he could rely on his own strength to determine what is right, what is wrong. And so he would become a god in his own right. So he could determine for himself what, what he should and shouldn't do. It, was, it didn't depend on, okay, the father said this, I'll do it just because the father said. Look at what happens when people work, because you see, the, the commandment in Exodus says for six days the Lord worked, yeah. he did his work, and then he paused and rest, right? Mm. And so when Adam had to pause in his pausing of the work, was so that at least what I'm saying the establish the, the, the original the original instruction for the Sabbath, was so that men would remember. That is not is not the be all and end all. Mm. You know, when he poses, he remembers his source. Yeah. My source is not the strength of my arms, my source is the Lord. So let me read Deuteronomy chapter 8. And it's I think it's verse 18 that I'm looking for. But um let's read from verse 10. When you have eaten and are satisfied. Praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. Be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God. Falling to observe his commandments, his laws, and his decrees that I'm giving you this day. Otherwise, when you eat and are satisfied, when you build fine houses and settle down, and when, you, when your herd and your flock grows large and your silver and gold increase, And all you have is multiplied when your heart will will become proud and you will forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slaves. He led you through the waste and dreadful desert, that thirsty and waterless land with its venomous snakes and scorpions. He brought you water out of hard rock. He gave you manna to eat in a desert, something your forefathers never knew. To humble you and to test you. So that in the end. It might it might go well with you. You may say to yourself. This is the point. My power. And my strength. The strength of my hands. Have produced this wealth for me. But remember the Lord. The, the, but remember. The Lord your God. For it is he. Who gives you the ability. To produce wealth. So. To confirm his covenant, which is sore to your forefathers as it is this day. Mm. Now, this context here is speaking to the next part of the commandment, but I want to look at it in the light of the first part of the commandment, the creation part. You see, when people pause, they remember that their source is the Lord. Yeah. Because the person who does not pause, to rest on the Sabbath, the person who doesn't stop his work is going to think that it is the power and the source of his arms that acquire him the result. Mm-hmm. It is how so easily people end up being workaholic. Yeah, look at us, a Western world within which we live right now. We the we are probably the wealthiest society, civilization at least as far as recorded history is concerned. Mm. But look at how much we work. Look at how much people just kill themselves in the work. People are workaholic. They're tall, hard, and yet the result of what, even however much we have, people are still anxious. I can, I, I can tell you this just, just as an aside. You know, we have an epidemic of anxiety. Yeah. It is social. But also, it's wealth anxiety. Even the wealthiest of all people are very anxious. Mm. You know, people who they have in their bank account, maybe, you know, or if you look at all their assets, they are worth maybe you know, a few few millions, right? Yeah. And yet, they're still so concerned about life. And you go back to the people in back in the back of the woods, somewhere in the village, you know, in Africa, people who living on a dollar a day, who don't have the same kind of worries and anxiety that we in the West. Are consumed by and taking medication day and night. Yeah, exactly. It is it is because of the breaking of the commandment. We don't if the person who observed the Sabbath remembered that God is the source. We as a society today, we have see how slowly, slowly, slowly people basically killed. It used to be, at least in across the Christian world, I mean the Jews are still observing this. On the Sabbath, people don't do business. No. But in the Western world right now, people work on Sunday, like all oh, supermarkets. And you know, you know, it's like, well, if, if we don't open on s- Sunday, then what, what are people going to do? No, societies that don't open on Sunday or on, on the day su- take the day of rest, those societies have reorganized themselves so that everybody will have enough provision so that when that particular Sabbath comes, everybody's already bought their food. Yes. So the justification that we can't stop to rest is is a false one. A society that forgoes to rest will will forget the Lord. Look at us. We have forgotten the Lord because we have stopped to honor the day of the Lord, the day of rest. Yeah. We have. Yeah, we have. Look at people who, you know, we we have totally like it has become a trivial thing. We We have forgotten the Lord, that is why we have, therefore, lost our way. Mm. That's number one.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I remember as a child, um, we never did anything on a Sunday. And Sundays, everything was closed, there was no sport, people were home. You know, you did your shopping, you prepared a meal for the Sunday, and and it was a day of rest for for everybody. Um, My mother even prepared the food for the next day, so the only thing you had to do was actually heat it up. Um, and that was that was yeah. really nothing, and uh, and we would spend the time going to yeah. church and and uh, and spending time together as a family. But uh, that's lost. That's, that's completely right. Completely lost now.
1: That's yeah. right. For, see, for example, all the people who are in the footies,
0: footy foodie yeah.
1: business, yeah. Uh, all the other entertainments, they have to work. Yeah, they do. And everybody has uh, parents take their kids to footy and stuff like that. Or those who are doing professional football, they work on Sundays. Mm. They work on the day rest. Yep. So we have despised, by not observing the Sabbath, we have despised the source of our wealth. Mm. We have not worshipped him. No, We have not given him the place that he deserves.
0: No, that's exactly right. All right, well, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit more. Um, here's another great song on Life FM You're listening to 105.1 Life FM, Bendigo's Positive Choice, and we are continuing our discussion about the Sabbath. And, Samuel, we were talking about... uh, the fact that we now no longer have a day set aside as a day of rest. And so we don't have that mm. opportunity to remember or to think about what the source of our prosperity and the source of our life really is because we're so busy accumulating wealth and and doing these things, if you like, by our own hands that we don't really spend any time at all thinking about the greater things yeah. that... Uh, that really are the source of our life and living and happiness and fulfillment in, in the world today.
1: That's <laughs> right. That's right. Now, you will notice that that from that point there follows the next one. Yeah. See, when Moses gives in Deuteronomy, he said, remember you were slaves. Yes. You were slaves. Now, let me pause there and give you a bit of a big picture because sometimes we don't really get it. when He says to them, pardon me, when he says to them, you ought to pause and rest. It's because, remember, these people for 400, 430 years, because yeah. it was about 390 years when Moses rose, right? And then Moses ran into uh, he, he ran into exile for 40 years, then came back, uh, he came back 40 years later. So it was 430 years before they actually got out of Egypt. So these people who had gotten into Egypt, how did they get in Egypt? Remember, Joseph was sold by his brothers. He went in there as a slave, bought by the Canaanite and um, merchant. They sold him into Egypt as a slave. Yeah. Uh, he worked there. He ended up becoming the, you know, vic- viceroy, if you will, the the, uh, you know, the the second most important personality after Pharaoh in Egypt. Mm. And so then Pharaoh said, hey, when you, his, his family came in, he forgave them. And then uh, he gave them Goshen, uh, a land there in Egypt where they could settle. And then there came, a, as scripture says, a generation of a Pharaoh who never knew Joseph. So who thought these people have multiplied so many now. If we get attacked, they may become allied to our enemies and then they will destroy us. So what shall we do? Then we need to subjugate them, so they got subjugated. Yeah, we we are so far removed from that reality that we don't even understand the notion of freedom. When you are a slave, there is no rest for you. No. When you are a slave, you are at the beck and call of your master. You work. There is no 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 rest. You you can't even you can't even think there will be rest. So. It was that generation of those who were enslaved started to be, you know, worked out like horses, worked out with no rest. They were so, work, they were used, the, the, you know, the, 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 the slave didn't own his own life. He didn't own his own property. He didn't own even his own family. His wife was not his own because his wife could be taken up by, taken up by his master. His kids didn't belong to him. His time didn't belong to himself. So, he was a slave to the slave master. Yeah. So, he had no time to rest. They worked seven days a week. Yeah. And they worked with a, there was a, a, you know, a whip on their back. Now, think about it. These people are slaves from the 400 years. Assume that people live that a 100 years. Okay? Let's say 100 years is an average life. So, the generation who worked, who started when they started being slaves, they lived and they died. They had kids. Second generation; those kids were born in slavery, Yeah. lived and died, had yeah. kids who were born into slavery, lived and died. Then they were they had kids. So the fourth generation, people like Moses, were born in that particular generation of people who were slaves, right? Yes. They had no idea of what freedom is like. It's a concept unknown to them. They just saw the Egyptians who enjoyed the life of being masters, and they were slaves. That's it. Now, think of those people God gets them out. And he says, now you don't have to work like that anymore. Yeah. Now, on the Sabbath, you stop, you rest. Remember, you were slaves. No freedom, no ownership of property, no ownership of your own life, no ownership of anything. Basically, now, you can own your life. You can be. You can say, "I will rest." You will have no slave master who's going to come and say, "Hey, why are you posing? Whip, whip, whip! Get up and go." So basically, to be to take Shabbat is to accept that you are a free people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, to pause and rest is to accept that we are a free people. Mm. You see, people have enslaved themselves back. Yeah, to their work. Enslaved and- themselves back. Yeah, That's exactly right. Mm. The pursuit of their mortgages, and the, and the next doom they're pursuing, they do not pose. This is why, uh, basically, our, our society is basically made of slaves. People who work and work and work and work. When they stop, they drop dead. That's it. And so, the refusal to take Shabbat, is to say, we are slaves. And in a way, these people came from a land of slavery. They did not know what it is like to be free. This is why it was actually instituted by the Lord that anybody who worked on the Shabbat would be killed. Because you don't want to perpetrate this slavery mindset into the new country of freedom that he was taking them.
0: Or to the next generation. It does not pay as
1: well. To live with slaves. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It does not pay to be slave if you are a slave. If people if you are free and you live people with slavery mindset around you, they will (laughs) enslave you. Do you remember when I I, I explained the first commandment? He said, I took you out of the uh, land of bondage, out of the house of slaves. And then I explained that even the Egyptians themselves were slaves. They were slaves to their deities, which were still deities. Look at our culture today. People who are slaves to their passions and, and uh, slaves to the things that the Bible considers basically an abomination, want to enslave everybody else in that belief. Yes. That's how it goes. Those who are slaves can, cannot tolerate free people. The slaves can't tolerate free people. Mm. it is why you're seeing in our culture this fight between people so enslaved by their sins people who don't worship God people who've walked away from God's commands they want to make others be slaves like they are mm. so they suck people from work if you don't agree with that they suck you like they, you know, there's a saga going in Australia right now mm. because of people who are slaves so people who are workaholic and slave, like I've uh, can I, can I tell you, these things are, these things are quite interesting. You know, uh, you know, I used to, I, I, you know, I, I used to take a day, and, you know, in, in the middle of my day, if I need to struggle, take, a, take a, a bit of a pause, take a pause and rest. Mm. But, you know, I know people who, who if they, they pause like that, they feel guilty. They've been sold themselves to slavery now. Mm. See, to re- observe the Shabbat is to say, I am free. I am a free person. God created us for freedom. When he created Adam, and he, love only works in an environment where freedom is possible. We yeah. have a society like the one we have because of freedom. So, what am I saying? Therefore, Shabbat is an affirmation of freedom. Right. Shabbat is an affirmation that we are a free people. Yeah, you see, you see bosses that are greedy and stuff like that. Don't give really. Don't give. Um, don't give. You know. Um, um, you know leaves to their to their employees you know you see a boss where you you're on, on on leave but they're still wanting to send you emails so you can answer some of some of the questions continue to work right yeah exactly. somebody said that, <laughs> that especially after after COVID, yeah people working from home there is no delineation between home and work anymore no so one must basically tell this is the reason why the Lord had established That if anybody works on Shabbat, they must be put to death. To death. Yeah. So what am I saying? Therefore, I'm saying that Shabbat is for rest. It is. This is the law of worship. It's the law of rest, and it's the law of freedom. Now, so we need to sort of hold that idea really, really proper and tight.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, we'll. uh We'll wrap it up after uh, after we've had a bit of a break, and uh, we will see how that applies to us today in our uh, in our modern world, Samuel. Uh, after after we've had this another great song on Life FM. You're listening to 105.1 Life FM Bendigo's positive choice, and it's always lots of fun being on the radio with you, Samuel. Um, we were we were talking about <laughs> the the, yes. the fact that. Um, that the Sabbath, that that Sabbath rest is an opportunity or it it is a time for us to remember our source, that God wants us Mm. to take that time to remember the source of everything Mm. that we have and Mm. where it all comes from. Also to acknowledge Mm -hmm. that we are no longer slaves, but we are free Mm. and and acknowledging Mm -hmm. the freedom that we have in him. Um, And it's really Mm. an act of worship that we have. But um, right. I'm sure you've got something right. else that you want to throw into the mix. So, <laughs> what else have you got up your sleeve that has got to do with the Sabbath and what it really means to us?
1: Here's another point, uh, a little beautifully, there you've summarized. Here's another point to remember: see, God rests after creation, so Shabbat celebrate creativity. Shabbat celebrate creativity. Mm. So when you when you look at the creation of God, uh, he made human beings, uh, you know, he made everything else, you know, somebody says something quite interesting, when God wanted to make fish, he spoke to the seas, you know, let the seas, you know, multiply themselves with all the sort of creatures. When he wanted to make animals, he spoke to, you know, um, to the the earth, or the if you read, um, actually, this is probably I, I, it's so good for me to open up new things like this when I'm when I'm about to wrap up, but <laughs> but uh, it, it always, um, you know, it always be a, a very good thing, uh, there. I'm just going to pick up, you know, um, uh, you know, see let, verse 11 of Genesis 1 and God said, Let the land produce vegetation. So when God wants want seeds and vegetation, he speaks to the land. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. Now, um, when God wants, let's say, get the fish, verse twenty, let the water teem with living creatures, and let the you know, and and let the bird fly above the earth, and so on and so forth. I mean, trying to say, when he wants fish, he speaks to the waters. When he wants seeds, and and vegetation, he speaks to the ground. Right. Yeah. And so, but when he wants human beings. When God wants human beings, guess who he talks to? Verse 26. He talks then to the God said,
0: Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yes. Let, let, us, us, that's let right. us make. Yeah. That's yeah.
1: right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Let us make man according to our image. You mm. can see the difference there. So when it's the vegetation, it talks to the ground. When it is this the fish, it talks to, to the water. If it's the the stars and the moon. He talks to the firmament, right? Yeah. And when it comes to man, he talks to himself. Mm. It tells you the place of the man. Man has inherited the creativity of God. This is why from the union of man, from the union of man, is created all the human beings. You see, when man gives, when the man conceives, on that day, the moment of conception, Spirit, soul, and body coming to being. God yes. gave to man the capacity to reproduce the image of God. Let alone cre- the creativity of taking what is from the material things that God has already created and bring about new things. That's the quality of man. But you see, without Shabbat, we cannot properly celebrate and appreciate man's creativity. Because God rested after his creation. Creative work. So uh, Shabbat is a proclamation of our celebration of man's creativity. Are you still okay. with me? Now, yeah, yeah. On I'm... the other side, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you can say, yeah, You have something to say?
0: No, no. I was. I'm just trying to to follow um, what you were saying with that. And and that's it's interesting because um, I mean we are created in the image of God and uh, and mm. so we do have that and i mean there's there's a discussion about when life begins but we know as believers and uh, as followers of of god that uh, life begins at conception um and mm. so the mm. the miracle of life is just such an amazing blessing yeah. that god has given right. I mean, to be able to create a human mm. being that is the three parts yeah. body soul and spirit is one That's of the most right. amazing things that you can do as as a people um, that's right which is quite different to what happens when a plant drops a seed into the ground and that sort of yeah. stuff those sorts of things are, yeah. are quite yeah. different and animals
1: are different as yeah. well mm. exactly they don't have the spirit animals have got a soul but it's an a, it's a, an inferior soul to the human yeah, yeah. um and the seeds uh, they are just simply material beings mm. so in that sense uh, God gave to man the capacity to reproduce the image of God yes. And that is a extraordinary, extraordinary, plus for the rest of all, yeah. creativity. Yeah. Now, that leads into something else that I want to add. Shabbat was the celebration of the welfare of a society. A society that takes Shabbat, a person that takes Shabbat, will actually look after their welfare properly. In other words, you rest. Your mind is at rest. Your heart is at rest. Your body is at rest. So the welfare of a society is a consequence of the observation of Shabbat. Mm -hmm. This commandment, it was God saying, I care about you. I want you to not be slaves. I want you to enjoy, uh, 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 celebrate creativity. I want you to recognize I am your source. That's the covenant I have with you. And I want you to recognize you are a free people. And I want you to know that I care about your welfare. See, the Egyptian didn't. They didn't care. You could work as a slave until you dropped dead. They didn't care. They can get another slave. And so this is the commandment that celebrated the welfare of the people. And in celebration of the welfare, guess what? It then fed into, this is the commandment that creates the best family relations. Yeah. People who are consumed by work, workaholic, workaholic, have got no time for family. We've got no time to look after. You know what? It, it this, these commandments are linked like a chain. Guess the commandment that comes after it. Commandment number five. Yeah. Honor your father and mother. Yes. Right? It's a yep. commandment that tells you there's a family here. Right? So mm. Shabbat is the command, is the it's it's actually provide a space for spouses to take rest and spend time with one another. And when they have children, spend time with your children. Taking Shabbat is a a must. And so, then we'll go into the the welfare is quite a wide open. It was the welfare of the slave, uh, the servants in your house. It was the welfare of the animals. Uh, I'll I'll look into that. Uh, I'll look into that. It's a welfare of the stranger in your house. I know that today is Sunday like this. We don't have, you know, we we have only limited time. Uh, So... So we're going to sort of you know wrap it up there. Remember, I will open that welfare section of the commandment. It is there's an, a huge body of, of benefit. A society that 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 obeys Shabbat will be a healthy society psychologically. Yeah, it will be a healthy psychological uh, a healthy society physically, it will be a healthy society spiritually. So when you look at our society today, we spiritually Bankrupt. And a, a, a society that is that whose welfare spiritually is a good one will be a morally healthy society. Look at us. Our, our society is morally bankrupt. It is spiritually bankrupt. We are look at our families. Look, just look at families in our Western world today. Family was we are bankrupt society. And so we are a society that is bankrupt in so many of our practices mm. simply because we do not. Observe the fourth commandment. So my advice, as we're closing, uh, given on the time we have, is as children of God. For those who are following us, whether you're a Christian or not, it doesn't matter whether you're a Christian or not. You ought to observe the Sabbath. Take the law of rest. The law of rest. You don't. You you're not sustained by your work. By the way, some of the time we, we spend. You know. You know. Years and years working. And the things that we work for, you know, we what do what, what do we we work as slaves and, and then what? We don't even get to enjoy it. No. We get to hoard things. Yeah. We don't even get to enjoy much what we work for.
0: And so often people uh, get to a retirement age and they think, well, now is my time for rest and my time to enjoy all the things that I've accumulated and they get sick and they die within 12 months of retiring. And that happens so often. So they've spent their life, all their life doing this sort of stuff and the things that are really important, they haven't taken the time to savour as you go, like smell the roses, as they say, isn't
1: it? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that's
0: exactly right. Because
1: it's it's the idea that, Oh, I'll be in my, I'll, I'll be a slave, and I'll have the Sabbath before you know at sixty-five. No, and b- by the way, our governments have been pushing now for the retirement age to get to 70, 75, You know, uh, before too long, you work as 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 a horse and die. So well, and the they, other thing you know, is the, the, the welfare. Sorry, they they're looking at um a, a
0: four-day week, but you know you can't earn enough money in a four-day week. Uh, to yeah. to sustain your mortgage and everything else, so it'll just give people an opportunity for a second job, which they can do for so, three exactly. days. <laughs> you know, it's not exactly. going to really solve any exactly. problems that anybody have. So
1: that's right.
0: Um, if we were it's, doing the right it's thing, it's the commitment we have to, to go the go
1: command first. Yeah, exactly. That's right. That's right.
0: Yeah, no, that's right. So
1: one must be committed to the commandment first. Yeah, and know that God is very serious about this. So uh, as I said, I'm going to open that welfare. It, uh, it was the welfare of the land, the welfare of your economic system. Yeah. Uh, I will open that up. You, you'll be amazed. See, God instituted that, you know, there will be at least every seven years, the land will be put on pause for yes, the welfare that's of exactly the land. exactly right. Yeah. And then, right. yes. And then every seven, seven, 49, you get Jubilee, mm. the economic welfare, where every debt was forgiven. Oh, boy. Don't, don't get me started. So Shabbat is amazing. We well, do that we do, we do more of that.
0: Well, I'm hoping that everybody's <laughs> sitting on the edge of their seat and waiting for the amazing <laughs> revelation that's going to come next week. All right, thank you again, Samuel, for, uh, for the great program. And uh, we look forward to everybody joining us next week. If you have a question or you want to make a comment, please go to our website. Um, which is a reasonable christianity.com and you can put your comments there and uh, and if you want to listen to the program again please go to the podcast section of the life fm website and you'll be able to hear it all over again thanks samuel and we'll chat again next week
1: that's right all right good goodbye bless you everyone